0: Welcome to Podcasts at Boatwright. I am Lucretia McCulley, Head of Scholarly Communications at Boatwright Library. Our interview today is with Dr. Della Dunbaugh, Professor of Mathematics and Mathematics Coordinator at the University of Richmond, and Basil Arafat, a senior studying mathematics, computer science, and cognitive science. They recently co-authored an article entitled, The Genesis of American Mathematics.org, a Global Classroom Experience, and the August-September 2019 issue of MAA Focus. The article describes the development of AmericanMathematics.org, a website dedicated to American mathematics. Della and Basel, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for
1: joining
0: us. And to start off our conversation, what inspired you to create this website?
1: So I realized that American mathematics is not a widely known topic for our students, and a lot of schools don't have the capability to teach a class that, on the subject. So I thought it would be fun to teach a class and have a corresponding website that other students could have access to. I knew that this would take a lot of technical skills, so that I would need a student with some technical prowess to work alongside me. So I approached Basel about this long before the class was even on the books, and we started to get some training so that we would be able to do this together.
2: Yeah, I remember the, when Dr. Dama first approached me and she was like, um, are you interested in such an idea? And then I was like, yes, I'm definitely interested in basically a combination of making math alive. And we basically went with it.
0: Very good, thank you for sharing. Basil, tell us about your role as a research assistant to Dr. Dunbaugh in the Exploring American Mathematics
2: course. So yeah, my role started basically when so when she first asked me, we basically started looking at the possibilities, how we're we gonna do this, um, and then we started actually discussing the idea of having a media component, how are we're gonna approach the media component, are we, um, like what software are we gonna use, um, and this has been like. This was also my role to, during the, the semester, basically. We'd, we'd be thinking a step ahead of students, and then we'd showcase what we were thinking in front of the students, and then everybody gets basically to, like, get a vote and, like, is this practical, is this not practical, and we'd all work together. I think Dr. Donbass said this in the first very first day. We're, we have to be all flexible. We started with a flexible schedule, flexible... Um, syllabus that where every every move that we do, we basically like have to think about it a little bit, but then we basically share it with the class and move from there. Well, that sounds like a very exciting process. It was. <laughs>
0: well, how will this website assist undergraduates mm-hmm. with their research?
1: So I view the website as a really good place for a student to get a broad view of what constitutes American mathematics, which... Is a misnomer because american mathematics is hardly american but they can get a good idea of what goes into a research project what types of questions you can explore if you're interested in sort of a more global perspective you can study mathematicians who were from other countries who ended up having a significant impact on america you can study funding for mathematics where you get funding why it's important how that affects publications You could study women in mathematics. You could study particular branches of mathematics. So there's a, every single media project grew out of a serious research project. So it shows students what's possible in research. And it also gives a beautiful visualization. You can see a map of a research project, a timeline, a story. You can see sophisticated research prose. All of that is contained on the website.
2: Yeah, it's exactly a way to put basically math, like to visualize math, which was not like we which we couldn't do before, and that's why like that's why we loved it.
0: Well, I really enjoyed exploring it, and I learned a lot as I <laughs> chose different categories and people. Going forward, how will this website be maintained
2: and continue to grow? We actually started on this process. I'm actually working with Dr. Dunbar this semester as a independent internship to actually develop the website to look basically at new possibilities of how we're gonna make it how we're gonna maintain it for the future because in the end of the day I'm gonna graduate but the website like needs to be maintained we need to um, like we need to ensure that it still looks the same the data is not going anywhere and we're actually working on well uh, story maps introduced a new map, like a new map tool, and we're working on migrating everything to there. And so it's a a process of research because it's not just one article, it's a whole website with a lot of data and research that was in the process of doing it, so we need to maintain all of that.
1: So we're funded for two years, we're not quite at the end of our first year. So we have funding for one more year, then we'll have to look for funding sources. But really our big task right now is the platform that we're currently on is changing. So we have to migrate over. That's our goal for this year. Mm -hmm. And we have to find a successor to Basel so that I can have some technical assistance keeping the website alive.
0: Very exciting. I'm glad it's going to be here in the future. And our last question, what type of background research was required for the project and how did you use library resources?
1: So to take the class, you did not have to have any background whatsoever. We started by reading sort of a seminal text on American mathematics and some associated articles. This was so students could choose a topic. Once they chose their topic, this is really where the library came into play in the old fashioned way, checking out mm-hmm. books, but also using resources like JSTOR to find important articles that were relevant to their topic. Um, and then Basel and I did a lot of exploring using library resources mm-hmm. of other websites, scholarly mm-hmm. websites, yeah. mm-hmm. so that we would have a good model for our outcome. And then the main library resource we used in the end was, well, what was then the TLC? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. It's still going to the TLC. Okay, and it's really important to realize that there were so many people that were a part of this. Uh, once the research was completed and the students made media projects, we were one of the first groups to do something like this at Richmond. So, for example, I didn't realize that we needed to put all the projects in a special, let's just call it a group, so Mark Nichols had to, sc- to move every single independent file over. This was over 80 files. Next time I'll know to set this up. And then I worked in the TLC with Basel. We worked every day for about a month, a little bit more than a month, to ha- bring all the projects together in a final website. So the TLC was very important to our work.
2: Yeah, I think um, I, as a student, in the beginning, like, the first resource was actually, like, to make my own research. I uh, looked up the library resources, I checked out, well, my own personal project was American migration from Germany. So I actually had to look up some historical books, some uh, mathematician mathematician books of, like, history of mathematics. And I had to look up names, what they they did. Um, And actually, we looked at a book of pictures of people because... Um, part of my map that I created in the end had pictures of all these German mathematicians who migrated. Um, So, yeah, that would be the first resource. And then moving on, when we were creating the media project, we basically needed technical assistance. And that's where the TLC came into place because it was the environment for that.
1: Exactly,
0: and of course you're an employee
1: here too, so uh, use
2: yes. your skills. <laughs>
1: but this would have made you proud. All last semester, Basil had one main text he was using, and it was constantly in his backpack, this big fat book yes. on uh, mathematicians who immigrated to America. So
2: I actually borrowed that from the library. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, I knew that he, like he borrowed it. You know. <laughs> that well, that's great to hear. Thank you again for sharing.
0: Well, thank you, Dr. Dunbaugh and Basel, for your conversation. Connect to AmericanMathematics.org and explore this fascinating website. Thank you for listening to Podcasts at BoWright. Your host was Lucretia McCauley. Editing and production was performed by Andy Morton. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or visit us on the web at library.richmond.edu.